When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Max. So, like, a real serious topic to start the show today. You just heard the sound on the way in. Alabama's Brandon Miller, who is likely to be the first college pick off the board in the NBA draft. We shall see. But, it, you know, and until this broke, that seemed to have been the consensus of every player in college now. Times have changed. He'll be the first selection in the NBA draft. He played last night. He scored 41 points, including the game-winning layup in the final second of overtime. Um, and, and Crimson Tide were number two. Alabama beat South Carolina 78-76. So... This is after a day after Tuscaloosa police testified that Miller, Brandon Miller, the presumptive top college pick, brought a now former teammate, but at the time a teammate of his, the handgun used to kill a woman in January. Um, So as the details have emerged, Darius Miles, who has since been removed from the Crimson Tide men's basketball program, and Michael Lynn Davis... Both those two face capital murder charges in the death of Jamia Harris. And Brandon Miller was not charged with a crime. So we're going to get into it and try to understand this in a second. Greg Byrne, the Alabama athletic director, was on ESPN College Game Day podcast and explained how the university decided to allow Brandon Miller to continue playing, to be an active member of the roster, including playing against South Carolina. Here is Greg Byrne. When the incident happened, uh, it was a conversation between myself, Nate Oates, conversation with myself and the president. We have legal counsel involved for the university. Uh, we have uh, uh, our, our, our different offices within the university that are at least aware of it. Uh, and, and, and so we had normal conversations like we do for other issues and uh, and that information and was shared uh, collectively, and collectively we decided that Brandon uh, was able to play. Okay, um, that's the Alabama AD, the athletic director, on the decision. Uh, Nate Oates, the Alabama head coach, talked about Miller's actual game. Brandon Miller, who's not being charged with anything. But the the fact is, did transport the gun apparently unknowingly, that's the claim, um, that was used in a murder. Brandon Miller had quite a game, 41 points, including the game-winning layup in the last second of overtime. Here's Nate Oates, the Alabama head coach, on Brandon Miller's approach to that actual game. There hasn't been many games he hasn't been locked in, to be honest with you, but you just... You know, basketball kind of becomes a safe haven a little bit for some of these guys. They get on the floor, they can kind of lock into what they've done their whole lives and, you know, put some of the uh, outside stuff that's 
out of their mind. So I thought Brandon did a great job really getting himself mentally prepared to play. So, so Key, apparently what has, as the facts emerge or the facts we now have or the statements that are now being made, it appears that, that Darius Miles texts Brandon Miller to bring him his gun. Brandon Miller was apparently already on the way to pick up Darius Miles. He was his ride home that night. Mm-hmm. When he gets there, the gun is apparently, and, and apparently uh, Brandon Miller is unaware of this, the gun is under some clothing in the back seat. Brandon Miller's car also apparently accidentally blocks in Jamea Harris's car, so making it harder for them to escape, and Darius Miles and, and his accomplice uh, and, and Michael Lynn Davis uh, shoot and kill Jamea Harris. So Brandon Miller was not charged with a crime and was allowed to play. Considering the severity, the, 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 the scope and severity of the investigation, do you think Miller should be playing right now? No, I, th- I think they should have set him down and, and uh, you know, just let him go to school. Go to school, let's continue your education until we get some clarity on this entire investigation. The fact that you have a athlete on your team linked to a murder, not that he did it, not that he pulled the trigger, not, nothing remotely close to that, but the fact that he's linked to it until the investigation is, is clear, a little more clean, understanding, I, I don't think he should have played. I don't at all. And I would say to the administration at the University of Alabama, the athletic director, Coach Oates, president, the board of regents, whatever it is, you have to think outside of the sport. You have to – human life was lost. You don't have all the information, but the fact is that your athlete – was in a place where murder took place. Two people, three people actually, two people that are probably going to go to jail for a very long time and then somebody who lost their life. And then on top of that, you got to think, what if it was your child? How would you feel about allowing an athlete to play in this situation? Because... He's right. Yes, there's going to be a narrative that's set. The only reason why he is playing is because he's a top player on your team and you think you have a chance to win a national title. And you want to put yourself in the best position to do that. If he was the last guy on the bench, it's doubtful that he would be playing, it, in my opinion. It, it, it's probably doubtful. Now, on the, on, the other, on the other hand, Key, I don't think someone should essentially be punished if they are, in fact, innocent and there's a presumption of innocence. Now, you can say, well, let due process play out, but they're also not being charged. Were he charged or were he a suspect, but he's considered a cooperating witness. Now, I would like for clarity, now. For now. I would like clarity on one thing. The, the quote, and, and you could, by the way, read this on um, ESPN.com, Jeff Borzello reporting. The quote is... Uh, no, no, Brandon, uh, no, no. Because one of the things, Max, in this situation, 
is there's a lot of information that continues to come out every single day. It's right. going to be something new that comes out from an investigation. And new information comes out, new opinions are formed as they continue to, to dig through and find out what exactly happened. So I'd like some clarity on this point, Key, along those lines. Um, Miles had wanted to – Darius Miles, who is the um, – who is being charged, right, had wanted to be picked up for, quote, close to an hour before Miller made his way over and was, quote, already almost there when the text arrived. So when they say he had wanted to be picked up for almost an hour, that that – I infer from that maybe that he was communicating that somehow. But so what so where where is that gap? If someone wants to be picked up for over an hour, but the text just arrived right before Miller got there. If the text arrived right before Miller got there, then it is plausible, right, that he had no idea, especially if the gun is concealed in under clothing in the back seat of the car. But if there is some knowledge that if somehow it's being communicated that he is supposed to pick his teammate up for an at close to an hour. That would seem to to say, why is it taking an, almost an hour to get there? Well, but it, but a, but the authorities who are looking into this so far, key are satisfied that the timeline and and Miller's knowledge of when stuff was happening is is you know is, but then means you, he's not a suspect. See, I'm not clear on I'm not clear on the authorities, so to speak, because you have the detective testifying to something different where he's saying there's communication via text when he, but that it only arrived right before Miller got there. I, I understand that. But I think when you looking at it on the surface, an hour of texting going back and forward, or, or I don't know if I don't, I don't know if it's an hour of texting, but what do they mean by, I'd like just clarity on that. What do you, what do they mean by, Darius Miles wanted to be picked up for over for close to an hour. How do we know that? Is was he supposed to be there at that time? Was there some other form of communication reaching out to Miller saying, "Hey, come and pick me up"? Was there some other channel of communication? Those are natural questions that people absolutely, are wonder. absolutely, a- a- especially when then the car accidentally, court as the story goes, blocks in the victim's car. Well, I'm right? sure it's a lot of it's a lot of. Bad coincidences. I'm sure in the parking lot or or wherever they were at, there's going to be video cameras floating around somewhere. I mean, there's video everywhere nowadays, so it'll be very it'll it'll be clear on how they were blocked in, if they were blocked in, where they were at, how the cars were positioned. But intention may be less clear. But I, I do want. It is important to say there's a presumption of innocence particularly when there is a crime and charges are brought and no charge is brought against an individual who is apparently fully cooperating with cooperating with authorities. And that's when I understand why the team might play him, because this is not the last guy on the bench. This is a star player who has a future in the draft. But you got to think you got to think beyond that, though, Max. If he didn't do any, you know, if he didn't. But the fact that you were still you're still it's still an investigation Mm -hmm. and you someone lost their life. So you have to, as you have to have a conscience as a coach and, a, and and administrator to be able to say, "What if this was my child?" The the idea that Miller received preferential treatment was addressed. You were going to hear that coming up. We're going to continue to monitor this, obviously, here on KJM ESPN Radio.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. All right, we've been talking about this morning um, Brandon Miller, the top college, the presumptive top college draft pick in this upcoming NBA draft, scoring 41 points for the Crimson Tide, Alabama, winning the game with a last-second in-overtime layup against North Carolina, a number-two seed, Alabama. Um, And the fact that he is not being charged but did transport, apparently unwittingly, a gun used in a murder to a teammate um, who texted him that he wanted it, but apparently the text got there right before Miller arrived on the scene. And so the thought is he couldn't have had advanced knowledge and also that the gun was under a pile of clothing in the back. In other words, Miller didn't know that he was, that he was I'm inferring that that is the reason he is not being charged, that Miller didn't know he was transporting the gun. Anyway, we discussed last segment that Greg Byrne, the Alabama athletic director, addressed this idea that Miller is getting preferential treatment. I mentioned, and Key, I think we both figured, even if it is, even if you do take the point of view, it's the right thing to do to allow him to continue to play if, in fact, he is not only uh, hasn't been found guilty, but it's not even being charged and is fully cooperating. And the authorities think that he is not a suspect. You know, on the other hand, you have to wonder, if he was the last guy on the bench, would they let him play? He's not the last guy on the bench. He's the biggest star in the country. So here's Greg Byrne, the Alabama athletic director, addressing the idea that that Miller is somehow receiving preferential treatment. That's a fair narrative that people can immediately go to. What I have tried to think about this entire time is let's do what we think is right. What I felt is that Brandon needed to be treated fairly like any other student athlete. And that's what's been driving us through that. What do you think about that, Key? Do you, do you do you do you want to? Well, I don't. I don't believe he's going to be treated like every other student athlete. You just said if he was the last guy on the bench, it would be totally different, which I agree with. I just think that when you're in this type of situation, right or wrong, that it's something bigger than basketball. Whether or not he's been charged, whether he's a suspect, until the dust settles and it becomes clear. I probably, as a head coach, athletic director, president of a university, uh, 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 board of regents, whatever you want to call it, power, 
at go, the university. Go to, go to class. I would yeah. just go to, go to class. Right. Let's go to class. Let's practice. Let let's get treatment. Let's do those things. But until then, I'm going to remove you from participating with the team. Now, is it going to hurt my team? Probably so. But I have to live with that as the boss, as the head coach, all the other things that's involved. Because I I I guess for me, I've lost a daughter. You know, not to gun violence, but I still lost a daughter. And I'm thinking about the mother, the father, the family, all of those sort of things, Max. So it's hard for me to sit here and say, Oh yeah, sure, he should play. Don't don't he it will affect his draft status. Well, I don't think it's gonna affect his draft status if he didn't play. I mean, he's a top five potential lottery pick. As the facts come out, that's the thing that's going to affect the draft that's status. That's going to right. affect the draft status. He could play no more games and still be a top five pick. And if the facts continue to come out and exonerate him, then and, and he is never charged and, and he is, it's fully transparent that he was an unwitting accomplice, then, yes. then his draft status should be just fine. Be just and fine. if not, then it wouldn't be. Yeah. Because, because at the end... It's, it's all about, right now, it's all about that young man. It's all about that family. And you got to think outside of winning games. Yes, that narrative is going the young, to be. The young woman who lost her life. Yeah, the young yeah, woman yeah. lost her life. Outside of, of winning games, you, 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 you can't think about winning games. This is an opportunity for us to win the SEC and go in deep into the tournament. You can't think that. Because if something comes out, Later on, as you get into the tournament and something comes out different, now what do you do? We're going to continue to monitor the details of this as it, as it unfolds. Um, there, there is sports tonight, by the way. You ready to talk some sports? Like it's, not, it's not an easy transition, but there is stuff going on. Are you, have, you, have you said what you wanted to say about this yeah, topic? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have I'm too, based on what we now know. And of course, you know the biggest thing is that Jamia Harris yeah. lost her life, right? Yes. You know, and that's that's the the big important thing. And and she has a mother who is grieving, and to the point where actually the mother said she's so angry that she hasn't even begun to grieve. That's the last video I saw of the mother. So you know of Jamia Harris's mother. So you know as as you and I both have lost, and you've lost a child, and and uh, and I've lost a brother. And so when there's nothing more painful than the loss of a close family member, nothing. So we're going to continue to to monitor this uh, situation. Meantime, Key, there is actual NBA basketball, um, and 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 we're we're going to talk about it. There are so many storylines in the NBA right now, just in the Western Conference alone. Do they still play NBA basketball? What after the All Star game? <laughs> no, I don't know what that was. That was the worst. Like. I- Drive-by for me. I didn't even just – it's on TV. Let me keep going. It was, it was unbelievably bad. Unbelievably bad. Most, most all-star games, Max, are bad. But, you know, when baseball changed it to it, – it affects home field for the, for the, for the playoffs, I was baseball's mad. A, baseball's a little different, though. Baseball, I was mad when they did it, but it worked. But baseball, but baseball all-star game is different because it's really can he hit a home run, can he strike him out. It's not – the same in basketball or in football. Football obviously is violent and collisions yeah, and things really of that nature. You can't really play football. In basketball, football. you you going up and running up and down the court. It really okay. I'm doing it for the fans, but what else am I doing it for? What's my incentive in doing it? 
baseball, when they changed it, it became somewhat like a real game, so to speak. There was something at stake. But there used to be – all-star games used to be competitive, like you, like in the sense that the, if, if your team was in the American League or National League, you rooted for them, you watched, you wanted them to win the game. Yeah, substitutions were made based on who played and not had played, but it was still a game. It resembled you the game You mean all-star baseball. All-star baseball. Yes, game. it's easier to but do it, that, but, though, because I'm no, striking a guy no, out, yeah, the guy's up at hit. the plate. You're not yeah, you're hit. not getting hit. So, <laughs> you're so, not running so, him down a court. So the games that most resemble – the, the games of least physical contact most resemble their real selves when you play an exhibition because there's less of a risk. So baseball's the most, then basketball, then football. But the problem with this NBA All-Star game was it, it didn't resemble the NBA and it didn't resemble basketball. Because you're not trying to get hurt. The guys out there are not trying to get hurt. So many people, They're shooting from half court and stuff. So many people <laughs> have made the point that guys play pickup in the offseason more competitively than that. So why, when the cameras are rolling, you don't play? Because you're in the season, in the, in the pickup games are a little bit different. Pickup games is 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 me against you, and I get a chance to do my thing on you. Now I remember when Kobe went up against Magic and Magic against Jordan in Madison Square Garden. He wanted to play it like it was pickup, like I got this, I'm about to do this, and everybody got mad at him. So right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they got they got mad at me in the Pro Bowl. The first, I think it was like the second quarter, because I was going. 100 miles an hour, and you usually only go 100 miles an hour in the fourth quarter of the Pro Bowl back then, not in the first three quarters. Right, right. But it was There's my first un- Pro Bowl. I'm like, the unwritten rules. <laughs> you violated the unwritten rules, rookie. Uh, Mike Greenberg, Greeny on uh, Get Up, what mentioned, I believe it was on Get Up, um, could have been on Greeny, which follows this show at 10 a.m., um, mentioned that maybe the NBA should do what Major League Baseball did once upon a time, which is, you know, have it determine home court. But I'll tell you what, Key, if the All-Star game is important to you, that'd fix it that day. You fix it that day. Maybe you say, look, it's not that serious. Don't go crazy. On the other but hand... you might have a dude in there and he got a chance. But you know what? <laughs> in the conference. They got a chance. But you know what? The team, all the guy, Most of the players in the All-Star game, and certainly the best players, they trying, all got a I, chance. I, I'm not trying to help you. I'm not trying to help you. But you're, you're just helping them against the other conference. No, no, no. Meaning, meaning, if I'm on your team, right, and you are the number one seed, and my uh, team uh, is uh, in the play-in, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, I'm not trying to help you. I don't care about the Denver Nuggets. I'm not trying to help you at all. Well, you so, might not see as much burn late in the game in that case. If I'm the starter in the All Star game, you might. So, so you might play a few minutes and then sit down, and coach is going to put in, especially because the coach is going to be the coach of the best team, right? I I gotta no, I gotta be is that, is that the way it's still done? I'm saying you can. You, oh, you're yeah. saying do it yeah, that way you can, though. You can, like it used to be. You can put it together in a way. Now you might be like, "Yo, man, this is not that serious. Let's calm down." But the more I think about it, the more I actually like it. Yeah, but I'm not Max. I'm not trying to help you. Like I'm I'm on a I'm on, I'm I'm at go. I play for Golden State. You play for the Clippers. Why, if I'm in the play-in and you got the number one seed, I'm trying to help you hold the number one seed. And get home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Well, no, it's just in the in the finals. So it's your conference helping. If you're the Warriors and the Lakers, whatever, the Clippers, you're just helping whoever comes out of the West get home court against I'm the East. Not, no matter how you put it together, I'm not helping you. All right, listen. I'll help you. My real rankings. NBA players under the most pressure to win a title. That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, just key and me today. These rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Here are my real rankings key. It's the NBA players under the most pressure to win a title. Start at five and go to one. Number and five. The L.A. Clippers. I can't even choose. I, if I have to choose one player in the Clippers, I'll take Russell Westbrook. But Paul George is under pressure. Kawhi Leonard's under pressure. Kawhi, who I think a lot of people think is under the most pressure, is actually under the least on the team because he's a two-time finals MVP with two different teams. I'll let you go ahead and go through yeah. your list and then I'll... Then you'll, then you'll attack. So, so <laughs> yeah. So Westbrook is the dude who in spite of a million different teams with a billion great teammates, has never won a title. Imagine what it will look like if he shows up on the Clippers and they win a championship. Boy, now you look at those three consecutive triple-double averages over the courses of full seasons, and the context will be completely different. Okay, number four. Number four. Joel Embiid. Look, Embiid, it's hard to imagine a guy playing better at his size than, than Embiid. But at a certain point, and I could very easily put the Sixers front office here, at a certain point, you got to take the next step. You can't just be a tough out for the powerhouses in the conference. And I get it, that Kawhi shot in Toronto, bounced a thousand times. If it doesn't go in, maybe the Sixers win it, but they didn't. The Bucks have won. The Celtics are favored to win this year. Embiid's got to get it done. Number, Number three. Jason Tatum. Look, Tatum, you know, these things sometimes progress step by step. Tatum, oh, he's the, he can be the number one scoring option on a championship team. Oh, wait a minute. He's a two-way player. He can be one of the best players in the game. Oh, he's already one of the best players in the game. Can he be the best player in the game? Oh, my God, he made it to the final. That doesn't look like a finals MVP. Maybe had he played like one, maybe they win. Oh, he'll get him next year. And this year he looks better than ever on a team that looks better than ever. But again... Are you just going to be one of the characters? Remember, remember the original uh, Space Jam? You know what that was really about? Is that it was Jordan was here and everyone else was here. And the reason that LeBron starred in the sequel is because it was the same thing. He's here and everyone's here. Does Tatum want it to be his world? Or is he going to be a character? Is he going to be one of the monsters in, in Giannis's world or in Luca's world or in whoever it is that, that starts to reel off the chips? Giannis already got one. Number two. Number two. KD. Look, you show up in Phoenix, you've won two championships, but both times you were parachuted into a 73-win team that had won a championship and very nearly repeated. 
You couldn't not win. Oh, he won finals MVP? Yeah, no kidding. You're a deadly scorer, and the defense has got to pay attention to the best shooters of all time in Steph and Clay. Of course you're going to win finals MVP. No, no, no. That didn't prove what you thought it proved, Katie. Okay, fine. Watch this. I'll go to Brooklyn. I'll do the same guy LeBron did it with. Watch this. Yeah, but you didn't get it done. <laughs> Man, stop. He didn't, get it done. he didn't get it done. And we'll even bring in James Harden. Didn't get it done. Well, they didn't play together enough. I don't, I don't know the reasons. I know you're there for a bunch of years. Nothing happened. Okay. Now you're in Phoenix. And they're favored to win because you're there with Devin Booker in his prime. And Chris Paul is still there and an effective player. And they have eight and they have different pieces. Man, KD's got to win it when the deck isn't completely stacked in his favor, when it's just mostly stacked in his favor. And then finally, number one, Nikola Jokic. Yo, (laughs) Jokic is about to be likely a not just a three time MVP, three consecutive MVPs. I've never seen a disconnect. Between a guy who wins the MVP that many times in a row and, his, and a guy's place in basketball. When Larry Berg was doing that, he was universally considered the best player. No, oh, what about that? You know, Berg was considered better back then. I lived through it. I remember. You know, like he wasn't considered maybe not a top five player. You realize Jokic is not in a lot of people's top five. He, he floats in and out of my top five, not my top three. But if he chips up, now he retroactively gets credit for all those MVPs. It confers a different status on the whole thing. And he immediately goes to among the very greatest players who ever lived from that one chip because of all those MVPs. So there it is. That's the pressure. What do you think, Key? Clipper, uh, Westbrook really five, Embiid four, Tatum three, KD two, Jokic one. There's only two, two people on the list that I agree with, mm-hmm. and that would be Tatum and the Joker. But not necessarily in, in the way you have it ranked on the list. The Clippers not on the list because it's Kawhi. It's not the Clippers. It's Kawhi. Everything Kawhi did to get Paul George there sold the they, they sold the form to get get him there. We can win. You know, do this, do that. They bought into that. Hadn't happened. It's a lot of. A lot of chips that were stacked for him to do it. A lot of, dr- sim- lot of dr- sim- capital given sim- up to get sim- Paul Drew. Similar to what LeBron did for AD. Yep. But they got the chip. It's a good argument. So when you look at that, then you, you talk about Kevin Durant to Phoenix. You, and I'm going to use the word hating on Durant because he won those two chips in Golden State. I'm not hating. No, I'm just saying I'm using that word. I'm going to use it. That's hating on him by saying he was parachuted in. He didn't have a... Doesn't matter. He still got two chips. As soon as he went to Golden Stu, State, you knew there was no way they could lose. Okay, so what? There was they, almost no way they could lose so the year before. What? LeBron's greatest accomplishment far, was beating them without as KD. As far as Phoenix goes, it goes to CP3 because CP3 is at the end. He's still a starter. He's not the eighth man on the bench okay. trying to fall into a championship. He's still an important piece. Legacy's there, no question about it. But when you add a ring to that legacy, it just takes a different life of its own, right? Then... You talk about Embiid. How about James Harden? How about Harden? Not Embiid. It's just on Harden. I don't want to be in Houston. Okay, I'm leaving out of Houston. I will go to Brooklyn. It didn't work out the way I needed to. I'm out of here. Y'all crazy. We crazy. Everybody crazy. Now you go to Phoenix playing good. I mean, go to Philadelphia playing good basketball. Now if you don't do it, you might be on the move again. So those are the three that I would put in place of the other three. The Joker won. I don't – I mean, whatever. He – 
he has never played with an all star. No, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray balled out in that in, in that in the bubble, and and the Joker didn't but, show up to the same extent, and so they didn't advance. I'm talking about outside the bubble in the playoffs. Right. Outside, well, of he's been hurt, so, you know. That's a lot, what I'm saying. Of, you know, so he's been has, carrying yeah. it himself. Well, let's see if he gets the third MVP. I say he stays on the list. I just don't know if he's number one. See, I put CP3 at one. I think most people agree pressure. with pressure. I think most people would have your list, and that's why I have mine. Because I think that is too. It's it's. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, stop with the hold, Kevin hold on, Durant. hold on, hold on. Let's look at it really. Slander, man. Let's look stop at it really me. one at a time. Chris Paul, oh pressure on him to win. Chris Paul has upside to win. Chris Paul is no longer the Chris Paul. He's a lesser version of what he used to be. So if he wins, great. It's gravy. It's like when Jason no, Kidd there is, won. There is no 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 no. He no, is no, is he no, the best no. player on the team? No. Is he the second best player on the no. team? No. Don't tell me there's, there's the pressure third, on the third best player. Stop. Stop. He's Chris Paul. Yeah, but who's the best player on the team? It doesn't matter. He's he still needs that chip, that pressure. And Westbrook when he goes to sleep when he goes to sleep at night, right? He wants to sleep good with his head on the pillow, knowing that I've won a championship. Hold up. So Chris Paul does have the pressure, who's already going to be considered an upper echelon all time point guard. But Westbrook who has averaged a triple-double over the course of three consecutive but you seasons. Never, but and you no never, one puts him up but there, you doesn't never, have pressure. But and by the way, never, Keith, ever once in your entire broadcasting career yeah. thought that Westbrook was going to win a championship and be the leader of the team. You well, never, ever thought that's, that. That's not true. Oh, come on, man. When he was on the Thunder the same year LeBron beat the Warriors, I thought he had a hell of a chance to beat the Warriors. In fact, they may have been the best team in basketball, but he and KD played small under pressure in games six and seven. That's why they lost. And, and so, so, but here's Outside the thing about Westbrook. Of- let, me, let me get through this thought about Westbrook. Okay. Chris Paul's passed it. I don't know if Westbrook has passed it. We can carry we- it over. Westbrook, that's a good point. Let's carry it over. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Which players under the most pressure? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's an NBA primetime showdown between two of the NBA's best. Embiid drives hard into the lane and flushes with two hands. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Celtics storm into Philadelphia to go head-to-head with Joel Embiid, James Harden, and the 76ers. Coverage begins Saturday at 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Indeed. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. See, it pays to have long arms. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Catch radius. Yeah, no, phone radius. Um, 
So I just gave my NBA players under the most pressure to win. At five, I, the Clippers, because Kawhi and Paul George for sure, I think it's actually Westbrook more than any who stands to gain from a championship and therefore has pressure. Embiid four, Tatum three, KD two, Jokic one. Now, how can KD, who has two titles, be number two on the list and Chris Paul's not on the list? Well, KD, when you look at the whole package as a player, man, he should be in the conversation for the greatest player who ever lived. It should be Jordan and LeBron and Kareem and KD. And but the problem with KD is, he's in spite finished. of being, he's not finished. He's though. not finished, no. right? But in spite of being on a number of excellent teams with a bunch of great teammates, when he chipped up is when literally he couldn't not chip up. That team was so good. If you added another All Star, there was no they were, the way they were going to lose. You added one of the best players ever. There's no way they were going to lose. So it doesn't. Well, he won Finals MVP. Well, of course. You, what are you going to do about him defensively? You got to guard Steph and Clay, the two best shooters, literally the two best shooters who ever lived. So, right? so, so why, come on, but, man. It doesn't matter. Then when why to, do you discount that I, though? What, because what do you mean? Why do I discount it? Because it's not the same as, for example, LeBron James LeBron, beating that Warriors team before LeBron, they had KD. You, you act like LeBron went to Miami and it was just LeBron. Of course not. He joined Miami. Ah. He joined. He joined Miami and it was D Wade. They brought along Chris Bosh. D-Way was already there. Then eventually Ray Allen joined them. Like, come on, man. That is like KD going to Phoenix. LeBron going to Miami is like KD going to Phoenix. It's a team that's already there, and they have some talent, obviously, Wade and and Book, right? But then LeBron joins but also brings other people with him, so they have to figure it all out together. And even though they were big favorites, it wasn't like the Warriors, who were already a machine. Yeah, they, One of the they, best they, teams you've they, ever they seen. Won, they won and then you add the KD. They won the 73 games, but they lost. Yes, to in LeBron's okay, greatest so, night, but, in his greatest and, and you performance, can't his say, greatest moment. And you can't de- and they won a championship the year before. You, and you can't definitively say that if KD didn't join them, they was going to win two Two championships just based on no, their I don't roster. think No, I don't think they would have. I think they probably would have split with LeBron. But the point is, when you are already at that level and then you add KD, stop it. No one is going to stop you. It's ridiculous. We all know that. That's why, right? he, so, that's why one of the reasons you do go to a team that's loaded. So and, you can and, win. And also a reason you get less credit than if the playing oh, field no. is more even. He, no, no listen, okay, he wait. was the best player in so the two championships, I want to get back man. to a point. I want to get back to And then to the a- one they lost, if he wasn't hurt against Toronto – they probably could have won that and then, one, too. And then, by the way, since, since then, he went to Brooklyn with Harden and Kyrie, won nothing, and Steph won another You're, title. Why do you Steph keep, won another why title do you keep harping on Brooklyn when it didn't even materialize and what get he, put okay, together? How many man, championships stop. KD winning in if it OKC? Wasn't for, yeah, if it teammates. wasn't for him, they was young, man. Okay, how many championships did he win in Brooklyn? So the point is, no, there's no, no championships win in Brooklyn, and he won gloss over it. Max, you're not slick. Steph won two chips without KD. All right, before he was there and after he was there. So what KD did was join a championship team, that's, a championship but, dynasty, but and enhance it. That's different than that's making you, a dynasty. But that's you making it a big deal because he won before and won after. It ain't KD sitting there going, well, I got to win one because uh, Clay won, I mean, uh, Steph won. I want to make a point about Westbrook. Okay, go ahead. This is a thing about Westbrook. But actually, you know what? I don't want you to make a point about Westbrook. I want you to grab a caller or two. That's what I want you to do. Mike and Philly, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key and me by ourselves this morning. What's going on? What's going on, fellas? How y'all this morning? Good. Good. Um, I definitely want to piggyback off of everything that Max is saying. Like, I definitely agree with you. KD is under the most pressure to me. He should be number one. I feel like 
what you were saying about the championship and joining the winning team. He's got to do it by himself. Like it, even with him joining Phoenix, I, I think they're still going to have the same narrative that he joined the winning team to win another championship. Well, yes, you can't win on a you're not going to win a championship on a bad team. And the Phoenix Suns are are maybe the most talented team, partly because they have KD, right? Big part. But they were talented before. They were in the finals last year. What I'm saying is there is a difference between a Phoenix Suns team that lost in the finals to a better team, right? And a seven, even though they lost in the finals, but they won the year before, a 73-win machine that you add KD to. It's ridiculous. It, winning a championship is supposed to say something about your ability to overcome stuff, to lead a group, to, to when, when there's a relatively level playing field, being the best player on the floor. In, in fact... Against the Cavs, KD was not the best player on the floor. He had the best numbers in the second series against them because LeBron was had no shot. He drew all the defensive attention, whereas KD didn't because there was also Steph and Clay. In fact, so anything, you so KD couldn't get his own shot up is what you're getting ready to tell no, me. No, no. What I'm getting ready to tell you is LeBron was clearly the best player the first time they met, and KD won the MVP. Clearly, the best player in the series. KD was great, but LeBron he, he, was better but than him. Just because he, just because LeBron just, had, just had the maybe had a little bit better numbers and did some things, he was better because he was the long ranger out there essentially yeah. by himself. The dude won the MVP, man. Yeah, they gave and it to him because he was on the winning team. Oh, they gave it to him because he was on yes. the winning team. Take another call, Max. Hold I on, let me tell you something man. real quick about Westbrook. All right, tell me something about Westbrook. Westbrook, I suspect, is still a lot of the player he once was. I think he's closer to physically being himself than Chris Paul is, right? That, that, that Chris Paul game has slowed down yeah, some. He yeah. has become, He's still good. He's still good. He's, he's probably a, I don't he's say Jason, a, better, a better floor general because he's more wise and older and things of that nature. But he's no longer considered a top five or ten player in the league, right? He used to be. That's okay. Okay, but what I'm saying is – him winning a championship is more like when Jason Kidd did it. No, it's still not. good, still it's good, not. but not what he once was. And and Westbrook winning was a Jason, championship was Jason though, Kidd was might Jason, indicate that there's just bad but, fit until but now. But was Jason Kidd ever considered a top five player in the NBA? Yeah, he was considered more or less what Chris Paul was in his day. I would say See, more I don't, or I, less. I, I, I you might argue a little less. I don't know. Jason Kidd was a great. Of course, player. he was a great yeah. player, but I don't know that he had he the same. Like, Cache is Chris Paul. Yeah, maybe not quite, but not, it was, not it was quite in that, in that neighborhood. As, as, as much as Chris Paul has, uh, his, his, his play has kind of eroded to a degree, he's still pretty damn good, Max. Yeah, he's good. Okay, now he's the third guy. Chris Paul is, if, if not once upon a time was a face of the NBA, still is kind of commercials, all the different stuff. When you look at, his generation, if he wins a championship, he goes in a select group of guards. Yeah. Okay, whether the, num- the numbers are the numbers, but when you put that ring on him, it takes him to a whole nother okay, level. Okay, let me, let me answer that real quick, and people still want to talk about this. 888-SAY-ESPN, we're going to take your calls. Chris Paul's already, if he's not in that room, he's, he, people want to put him in there anyway because we all saw what we saw. Yeah, but, but I don't want to be put in. I'm just going to get the ring on my finger and walk in. Westbrook is not there. In spite of the fact that he averaged a triple-double over three seasons. Big O did it in one year. It was a big deal when we were kids, right? He did it back in the day. We were told never happened again. Westbrook averaged it over three seasons. You put, he puts a ring on his finger, especially when he's still more or less what he was, if he proves that. Our entire perception of him and his place in the hierarchy is going to change. Chris Paul is just like, yeah, this makes you bona fide. Go in that room. 
Westbrook elevates to that room. Keyshawn J. Willemack presented by Progressive Insurance. Game of say ESPN. More coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.